We are taking a summer hiatus to reimagine the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator podcast. We will be back with new hosts, new guests, and new stories soon. In the meantime, we will be re-releasing some of our most popular episodes over the past two and a half years. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. When you hear the horns and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening, and don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have Humlicek Family Dental in the house, eh? That's right. We have Dr. Ashley Humlicek in the house. Hey, Ashley. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So glad you decided to join us. And our listeners are, I'm sure, as equally thrilled. So tell us a little bit about who you are and your business. So I grew up in Fargo, North Dakota, and I just keep making my way south. So I went to both college and dental school in Nebraska swam for the University of Nebraska, and then I met my husband there. So that's where we went to, or I went to dental school. Mm-hmm. And then when I was looking for a, a business opportunity, um, two different dentists actually told me, you should check out this guy, Marvin Edgington. I think he's getting ready to retire. And so just took a leap of faith and contacted him and all of our morals and values aligned. And so that's why we made the move down here about two and a half years ago. Wow. Wow. That is a great story. Yes. So you are now a Wichitan. Yes, and I love it. I knew that you would love it. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. So you swam for a while competitively. And, you know, I too am an athlete. (laughs) As I turn around and look at Don. But we're not going to go down that road today. We're going to talk a little bit about (laughs) Your practice. <laughs> so two years um, in Wichita. I'm 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 curious. Since you've been here, the two years, did the you keep the same team, or did you have to start fresh and anew? So we pretty much kept everybody on that wanted to stay on. There was one member that she was ready to retire at the same time, mm. but besides that, we've pretty much maintained the same staff. Um, and so, and we've grown, so we've actually added a couple additional team members, but we pretty much have the same people. Um, and I've loved it because they have given me a different view. Mm -hmm. Um, and together we can all pool our expertise and make it for a really great experience for our patients. So I'm grateful for them that they wanted to 
stay on with me and give me a try as well. Yeah, that is, that's really special because uh, I can just imagine, you know, I've been through a couple of um, acquisitions myself and different companies that I've worked for, and it is, you know, an adjustment trying to understand about the culture. So talk to us a little bit about the culture that you've set for your organization. Yes. So that's a big one. Um, leadership is is kind of my sweet spot. I've been in a lot of leadership roles. So culture is one of the most important things for me as a business owner. I think we talk about it every single day in our team meeting and just holding each other accountable and treating people the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, my whole business philosophy is basically treat people right and the money will come. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, as a business owner, you have to look at the numbers Um, And that has to be something in the back of your mind all the time. But I'm very faith-driven as well. Um, And so for me, I just know if you treat people right, the the money will come. So culture is huge. Um, We hold people accountable. We treat people right. I like that a lot. So, you know, as you, you talk about your employees and the culture that you set there, what about for the people who are coming in to visit? Um, How is the experience that you're... um, dental office different from others? So that is something that I'm super passionate about because I want the dental experience to be different. Most people absolutely dread going to the dentist, Mm -hmm. um, even for their normal cleanings when they know they're not getting worked on. And so for me, everything in our practice from like the sights, the sounds, I want everything to be pleasant. So we have noise canceling headphones. We have um, like smell diffusers throughout our practice. Little transition from this is my ideal practice in the future is to actually incorporate a few spa-like features where you could actually like have a cold infused eucalyptus towel on you if you wanted and and things like that. So we're definitely trying to change the way people think about dentistry. And then I think also me being a woman has added a little bit more of that tender side. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I'm hoping that our patients feel that warmth and and become a little bit more relaxed in the process. I like that. So you put a um, a towel on them, have some soothing sounds, and then say, "Okay, now I'm going to drill." <laughs> <laughs> Is that the idea? Yes, but we don't use that word. That's a trigger word. Hop up and just, uh, I'm just wondering. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. I like it. You set the mood. You set the mood. Help me understand. Of course, I've been around a long time. And they used to say back in my day that folks, physicians, dentists, whatever, they're not good business people. I mean, because they're they're trying to focus on how to be great at their profession. How did you learn to be a an entrepreneur? I mean, do they teach that in dental school or how, how did that work? How did you get there? <laughs> That's a really great question because most dental schools actually don't have any piece of that element in it. Okay. Um, and I want to give all the props to Nebraska because we had years worth of business um, explaining how to do insurance claims, how to make a profit. So, Truly, I'm very blessed with the foundation. At the college, I had. if, uh, if yes. I can interject. Yep. Okay. At, I went to University of Nebraska Medical yep. Center. Okay. And so we had 
a great foundation. Wow. Okay. So I pretty much had a blueprint of everything I needed to do if I was going to acquire a practice or start a practice on my own and the exact steps I needed to take. So I had a great foundation going ahead. And of course, having that as a passion of mine and being a business owner, I have also done research and um, I belong to different dental networks that talk about that. And so the one I'm heavily involved is, is Dental Success Institute. And so it's just a bunch of different practice owners from around the country. And the really cool part about them is they're focused on not just the practice, but being a human too and being the best version of yourself and in the practice. So Mm -hmm. I love that it is all encompassing because you really can't be the best if you're lacking in one area of your life. Wow. That's excellent. So back to Nebraska, is that the norm? Or No. Okay. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't think any other, and, and I don't know this for a fact, but right. I don't think any other school has that many hours built wow. into their curriculum. Because a lot of people that would come in and talk to us about these things, like we'd have bankers, financial planners, they'd all say, we were national speakers, we've never been to another dental school. So with that, Wow. In mind, I, I'm very blessed that I went there because I had a couple different opportunities of where I got in. And ultimately, I chose Nebraska because that's where mm-hmm. I had spent the last few years. Right. So it was an, a natural transition for me. But Wow, that's excellent. You got that. I mean, it's kind of like professional players when they they focus on their craft and then, okay, they have no clue about business, you mm-hmm, know. And, mm-hmm. But this is this is awesome. I'm, hopefully, that will become the norm, not the exception. When did you know that you wanted to be a dentist? I mean, what what was the aha moment? Do you want the long version? I want your version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, so I was always on a pre-med path, and I was double majoring in college, biology and Spanish. And being a D1 athlete, you're just, you're honestly just trying to get to the next day because you're just so busy. Um, our school and our our program was big on giving back to the community. So between outreach, school, swimming, there wasn't a whole lot of time to self-reflect. Mm. So for me, it came a little bit later. I declared pre-med. I thought I was going to go traditional med med school route. Took the MCAT, which is the entrance exam. I had all my letters of recommendation in. Everything was ready. I just needed to press send on my application, and I ended up not doing it. Oh, wow. I just had this moment. This is finally when I had finished my senior year of swimming. And I just kind of started reflecting, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me then, of course, I'm going through, wow, I just wasted four years of my life. What am I going to do? And it just hit me that, wow, I've always, I've always had this little inkling that if I didn't go to med school, maybe I would try dental school. Why? I don't know. I honestly don't. But I decided I would shadow a dentist um, in Nebraska. And for me, it just, I walked into the building. And again, professing my faith, I they were playing Christian music. And for me, I had an out-of-body experience. I knew I was supposed to be a dentist. Mm. Ended up that dentist, she was a pediatric dentist. She was an athlete from the University of Nebraska. Mm. She was a huge Christian. And she was an amazing dentist. Like she did so much outreach, both in the community globally. And so for me, I'm like, 
That's who I inspire to be. I want to be a dentist. But of course, you can't just go totally flip sides, say, oh yeah, I've been on this pre-med path for four years. Now I want to be a dentist. No admissions committee is going to believe you no matter how much you speak to them in the face. Um, So for me, then it's like, okay, hit the ground running. How am I going to do this? So I ended up that lady was amazing. She's like, if if you're serious, I'll help you get the connections you need. So talk to the minute, um, admissions committee, and they basically said, you know, this is what you should do. So I actually went and worked at a private practice um, during that year and a half. Hmm. And I also worked at the dental school so I could kind of start building those connections. But working at the private practice, it was a group practice. So, and they, they had me... I was afloat, basically. So whoever was missing that day, that's where I helped out, whether it was insurance, assisting chair side. And in Nebraska, you don't need um, to be a certified assistant. You can be taught on on the job. And so they just threw me in. And so I got a really great business exposure there too. So I knew um, through all of those things, I wanted to be a dentist. Obviously, then you have to do your shadow hours and everything. But that's my long version of the story. That's, but it's your story. That was that was great. One yeah. more question. Um, how do you just define success as an entrepreneur? And I mean, as, are, are you a dentist? Are you a business person? Apparently you're both. How, how, how do you juggle what's success, I guess, in each one maybe? I don't know. So I that's a really great question. I think there's two sides of it. Okay. I think the outward appearance is how, at least for in my my realm, how does the patient feel after seeing you? Are they inspired? And if if that's the case, if they're inspired, if they feel important, I want everyone to walk in and be wearing a sticker saying, make me feel important. If they feel important after they have left us, then I think that's how I define sex, success in the outward in expression. Okay. But inwardly, obviously, culture, making sure you have a good team, um, that's actually there for you, highs and lows. Um, and then profitability. You have to have a profit if you're going to be a business person. So, of course, looking at numbers, making sure you have that profit so you can give back and can have the experience that you want your patients to have. So when I come to your dentist's office, will I still get my complimentary toothpaste and toothbrush yes. and floss? Yes. Because that's important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know some people are starting to go away yeah. with that. I, I just I don't, don't understand. Get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. you'll definitely get that. And All a right. free t-shirt. Okay. And a t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> I'm in. Sign t-shirt. Up. Wow, that's an upgrade. I know. That wow. is. What does the t-shirt say? Sorry. I it just it says our practice, Humble Check Family Dental, but then it has the Wichita Skyline on it. Um, so our icon or logo um, is actually the part of the Wichita flag, um, the happy symbol, uh-huh. but we've replaced it with a tooth. Nice. And so, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I love it. Excellent. Huh. So that'll be on the T-shirt. I like that. I like that. I'll be by to pick one up. <laughs> Perfect. After she's in the chair. Well, no, I mean before. <laughs> So, Dr. Ashley, you, I see that you have this belief in the value of total body health starts with the mouth. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, So, basically, there's so much research coming out saying all these different systemized illnesses Mm -hmm. can start in the mouth. Whether you you have a clean mouth, um, you haven't been in for a while, and you lack a little bit of care, 
basically all those things can start in the mouth or vice versa. You could have a heart problem that shows up in the mouth. Mm. And so for mm. me, we look at a lot of things. Um, we we can't technically diagnose sleep apnea, things like that, but we can hint at things and say, I think you should go see your primary care physician because there's indications you may have this. Um, obviously, I'm not a general physician, so sure. I can't diagnose that, but we can pretty much see a lot of things in the mouth that um, I don't think general physicians are always looking for. Yeah. Um, and so for us, it's really nice that we can see some of those things. So you can see potentially yep. sleep apnea yep. in the mouth. Yep. And of course, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, how can you function during the day wow. and everything starts breaking down? So Wow. Yeah, That's dentistry— there's so many possibilities with dentistry, and I I love that about it. Yeah, and I've heard that too. So yeah, that's cool. Well, if Don has heard it, you it know must what? Be true. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> make it saying, right. I, that doesn't mean know. I heard it. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a woman entrepreneur, what challenges do you face? Well, my I love my husband, and he comes and helps me at a lot of our marketing events. But the first thing they do is they think he's the dentist. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, the other thing is they always think I'm a hygienist, which is absolutely nothing wrong no, with being yeah. a hygienist. Yeah. They're very educated. They're um, they're great people, very smart. But nobody thinks that the, the woman is going to be the dentist. Mm -hmm. So I have experienced a little bit with people are trying to feel me out power-wise, and they may try and kind of push me to what they want. Mm. Or they may talk down to our staff. And so I've had some really difficult conversations mm -hmm. that I've let patients go because if they're not going to respect wow. me or the team, yeah. then that's not the type of people we want at our practice. Who would, who would do that? Come in there I and dis know. disrespect the team. And who's supposed and to? And she got a drill. I mean, what? <laughs> or even that tongue press mirror. Okay. That, <laughs> that thing right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. Yeah. I so, don't they, know. That's so it's definitely not the standard still. Right. Women are becoming more apparent in healthcare, but it, it's definitely not the standard, especially in dentistry. Mm -hmm. It's a good old boys club still. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, thank you for your work and, you know, disbanding that. And um, wow, that's that's crazy. Well, so talk to us a little bit about maybe the advantage of being a woman. You, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you have that uh, a tender touch and you're able to infuse some of those personal things um, in, in the space. Um, are there more things? Those are the biggest ones. Um, I think that that tender touch is huge because I think no guy wants to admit this, but guys have just as much fear as women coming to the dentist. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when it's a a man dentist, the, the male in the chair wants to live up to that. Mm. And so me being a woman, they can almost, they make a joke of it, of course, um, but I think it's easier for them to show their emotion to me because they know I'm not going to necessarily judge them. Right. Mm. So I love that part of it. Um, just being able to say, hey, it's okay to, to feel uncomfortable. There's ways that we can help you. We may have nitrous or we could prescribe some kind of sedative. We have stress ball. I mean, we have a bunch of things that we can do, but just being open about it and telling them, hey, we recognize it and it's okay, I think instantly just allows them to relax. Um. I also just love that I'm breaking barriers. Yeah. I love showing that 
a lot of times I think if women are in a higher position, sometimes they come off a little too intense mm. and mm. then it rubs people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm definitely trying to do a balance of that because I think sometimes as women, we try and overcompensate and then we can be looked at differently. Mm-hmm. I want to be a woman. I want to show that I have that feminine side to myself too and that tender side. So I, I love it at the same time. There's ups and downs, but overall, I love being a woman in the dentistry field. That's awesome. Yeah. That is super. But before we go to the break, you know, you said being intense. I mean, you're an athlete as well. So does that come out sometimes <laughs> like <laughs> as you're challenging your staff for the month? Like, are you super competitive? And how does that look? Uh, maybe sometimes, but it's more I'm just trying to hype them up. Um. I'm pretty good at reading people, so that's something that we do, too. We do um, personality tests, strength finder tests, Mm -hmm. so I tap into how they are motivated. Gotcha. So you're not making them do, like, line drills or going to the pool (laughs) and making them stretch? None of that's happening. No. Okay, all right. I love it that you think you're coming in there and you're going to disrespect her staff. You got to get... No, she's not not having it. Yeah, I love that. Standing up for your people. Yes. Well, friends, we're going to take a short break and hear a couple words from our sponsors, and we'll be back to hear more from Dr. Ashley. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T dot com. Slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We have Dr. Ashley in the house, and we're hearing a little bit of her entrepreneurial story and her journey here in Wichita as a small business owner. So, Talk to us a little bit about um, your relationship with the chamber. You, from what I understand, were at the Business Expo? Yes. Yes. So how can you talk to us a little bit about how a dental practice can find value in such a, a, a space? Yes. So I love the connections I have with other business entrepreneurs because we have the same mindset. We want to help each other. So for me, it was so valuable to be there both to gain new clients, but also for our potential growth. Mm -hmm. And so I loved being there. We've done a few expos. And for me, I thought the Chambers Expo was one of the most valuable for the the both sides of 
of the picture. Um, we've done a bridal expo. We've done a women's fair. Mm. Um, and so I think a lot of healthcare people in general are so bogged down with their daily life. Um, and unfortunately, dentists a lot of times work in isolation. There's a lot of times only one dentist in the practice, so it can be very lonely. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes we're, we're so focused in on our practice that at the end of the day, we don't want to do one more thing. And that's a reality for most people, but just as how I'm trying to change how dentistry is in our practice, I want to think outside the box too with, with my relationship in the city. Mm. And so one, building those connections with other business people, we can help each other. But then two, I can feel more plugged into this city that I now call home. And for me, just having those connections and when we're out and, and say we're working on some project to better our city, I can feel more connected because I know them through the Chambers relationship or I know them because of that expo where I met them to help me grow my practice mm -hmm. and just feel more connected. Um, and I think Wichita does a really good job at that. You've been here two and a half years, right? Mm -hmm. I would love your take on Wichita as far as the business ecosystem. What would you like to change that you think we need to do something about? Keep in mind, you've been here two and a half years. <laughs> so I, I really want to hear this. So I'll start with the positive. Okay. <laughs> because I have never been, so I've lived in, North Dakota, Nebraska, and now Kansas, okay? So, of course, I haven't lived everywhere, but I'm coming from other Midwest states. So keep that in mind. And I feel like the Midwest in general is very welcoming. We want to all help each other. We have that good neighbor approach. But I've never been in a city that has been so willing to help other people, which I'm just shocked by that because at least in the dental realm, um, I have worked in the Nebraska dental realm and it's so much more cutthroat mm. and there isn't as much business to business interaction. Mm. Um, it's almost like everyone's just fighting against each other instead of elevating the care. So another shout out to the, the dentists here in Wichita. Wichita is a community of dentists. I mean, the care is so much more elevated here than I think in Nebraska because people, we are collaborative. I'm involved in study groups and part of the Wichita um, District Dental Society. And we're all together trying to better the care of Wichita. And when I have an issue, some of my colleagues, I'll call that same day and say, hey, I have this person in my chair. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Um, or would you do something different business-wise? And it goes both ways where we want each other to succeed. So I love that. I don't think that's very common. Um, and when we moved here, of course, we didn't know anybody. We had no connection. So people would just open up their their whole profile. Of, here's a bank I use. Here's this I use. And I, I really don't think that that's as common as people think it is. Mm -hmm. So I love that part of it. Ecosystem-wise, I think that we need a better hub of small businesses. So I know dentistry, we don't, we're not really considered a small business. People don't think of that. Um, so I'm going to exclude healthcare and dentistry, but different cities I've been in, there seems like there's more of a small business space. So they'll have like small business Saturdays and all the small businesses are, are right around each other. And so it's almost um, a celebration of, 
of each other. And mm-hmm. so what I found, I love shopping local small business boutiques, but I'm finding that I have to go way over here for this one. I have to go across town for this one. And instead of just having a central hub, it, it feels a little disconnected. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I think there's a, a challenge right now with Delano and downtown because I think they're competing against each other. Okay. I don't think they're as connected. Delano is skyrocketing right now. And I love that scene. But downtown, it's like holding on to this, this almost like older part. And there's a competition. I know there's talk about um, redoing the riverfront and things like that. I think that could be a good start to the segue because it's right in the middle, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that might help. And then the last thing is I think that having a D1 program here is huge, but I don't think we we capitalize on that nearly as enough. Yeah. Enough. Gotcha. Um, wow. We have an amazing basketball program, and I mean, baseball is great. I, there's so many different sports that are great. Why are we not capitalizing capitalizing on that? We should have like an outdoor area where there's bars and restaurants that we can go and celebrate before game days. Yet we don't really have any of that. Yeah. So you're describing Aggieville. Kinda. <laughs> I've been, been to Aggieville and I love it. You've been talking about Nebraska this entire time. I've said nothing, but <laughs> I knew, it but was I had coming. to come in with that. Sorry, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> One more question: What's next on your frontier? So I'm a dreamer. I'm a goal seeker. So in the next five years, we will be in a new space. Nice. And why I say that is we. This is a blessing and a curse, and I. Count my blessings every day, but we have totally maxed out our space in our practice. Um, There's only four chairs. And so I work out of two and I have two hygienists. And so I spoke on this a little bit earlier, but I don't want to be a single dentist forever. I would love to have a partner. Mm. I think there's so much you can gain from that. One, every time I'm away each weekend, if I'm away, I I have to call somebody to be on call for me, Mm. one of my colleagues. And it's just... It's not great for your longtime patient care if they have to go to another office for for an emergency. Yeah. Um. So that's and then one, you just elevate your care within your practice. So, I would like to have a partner. And so for us, it's finding that space to grow into. We are um, at West and Second, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We're just a little west of Delano, but just the lot that we're in just doesn't allow us to grow to where we want. And so. We've already started meeting with a commercial realtor and kind of scoping out land. And so it's coming. Of course, price of land and materials right now is uh, horrible. It's a horrible time to be looking for that. It's just a little high. But that's like my journey. I brought the practice and six months later, COVID happened. Now it's like, we can do it. You can do it. Yeah, so that's what I would like. And I would like to have that spa and family atmosphere combined. Mm. Almost like, and I don't know if this is exactly how it's going to carry out, but say there's like two different wings. There's kind of a family wing and a spa wing. Mom comes with all of her kids. Kids, you go get your cleanings over here. Mom's going to come over here, get a little facial, mm-hmm. have a spa treatment while I'm getting my teeth clean. And so that's that's the vision I have right now. Excellent. Just a question, though. I'm asking for Ebony's sake. <laughs> is uh, Will there be wine involved at the spa? That would be amazing. Okay. <laughs> 
I asked if you I can get it, I will. <laughs> Thank you, Don, sure. for pretending to care about me <laughs> <laughs> my needs. <laughs> so as we are wrapping up, I'm curious, who have been, um, I guess, who's your inspiration? My inspiration, I got to give credit to my parents. Um, they both didn't have any formal education after high school. Mm-hmm. I'm a first-generation college student, um, but they always instilled that if, did you try your best? Mm-hmm. If you tried your best, then that's okay. Did you treat people right? If you didn't, you need to own up to it and you need to apologize. So for me, they have inspired me throughout my whole life. Um, they're the hardest workers I know. My mm-hmm. dad still works. He's getting to be 63 and he still works 60 to 70 hours a week. Oh, wow. But he does that for our family because he wants to provide. Yeah, so that's nice. for me, they've always inspired me. Of course, there's local people or that dentist I mentioned, but truly I, my parents have been my biggest inspiration. That's beautiful. What resources do you turn to for new ideas or to challenge your, your thinking? Different The different communities I talked about. So Dental Success Institute and then I think there's a lot of value. Speaking of different businesses, I love reading different entrepreneur stories mm-hmm. within books because even though dentistry is part of healthcare, how you treat someone is the same way as any other business that wants to succeed. And so I read a lot. I mean, there's podcasts I listen to. So, such as the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and very last question. What's the best advice that you've ever received and implemented? Best advice ever? Like ever. <laughs> ever. I'd have to say it's if you tried your best, then then you can sleep easy at night mm-hmm. because your best is always going to change. Every day, you may not be at your best that day, but if you tried your best within that day, then you can still go to sleep at night. Mm. And so that goes with everything. If you were, if you treated people the best you could that day, um, if you did the best at your profession, anything. So that's awesome. Don, you need to ask yourself that every <laughs> night. Did I treat Ebony the best that I could have treated her today? Everybody realized that it always come around to, to me. Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I Welcome to my world. Well, you've dealt with Ebony, so now we're just going to have some fun. Some word association. Give you one word to give me one back. Oh. It's not wrong because it's your word, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leader. First word I thought of is me. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. I love this one. College. Say it loud. Nebraska. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Failure. Necessary. Entrepreneur. Uh, relationships. Nice. Wichita. Community. Chamber. Personal. Family. Love. Vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hero. Um, my dad. Beverage. Mm, margarita. There you go. <laughs> it's okay. This is a grown-up nice show. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, fun. Vacation. Excellent. 
We truly appreciate you coming on. Yes. yes. Thanks for having me. This was fun. I am so glad that we had an opportunity to meet you and have this wonderful conversation with you. You've been absolutely delightful. Yes. Well, friends, we've come to the end of our segment with Dr. Ashley Humlicek from Humlicek Family Dental. So make certain that you like this segment, that you share it, and please leave a comment on who you would like to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.